When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, what's up, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater? Had no wife but couldn't feed her? I'm not sure how that rhyme goes. Anyways, let's do some live dates, huh? Coming up this week, Thursday, going to be over at... The Comedy Corner Underground Robot Takeover. Basically, every comedian on there. You got some heavy hitters. Brendan Gay and Jeff Fozer, both on the same bill for 10 bucks. And then, uh, shit, you got three other comics and then my lame ass taking up the rear. That's all 10 bucks. That's it. Comedy Corner Underground, 8 p.m., downtown Minneapolis. Just near downtown. Seven corners, actually. Uh, also coming up this week, I shall be over in... Dickinson, North Dakota, Fatfish Brewing. That happens Friday night. Coming back to town, St. Croix Falls. I got a corporate gig. And then immediately after that, the Dirty Show, Club Underground, Spring Street Tavern. That's going to be kicking off, I believe, 9 o'clock. The website says 11.30. And then somebody called Spring Street yesterday, and they said 10. And I'm like, we got to get to the bottom of this. Here's what I would say. Go to Spring Street around 8.30. The bartenders are fantastic. Get yourself a couple of drinks and then come on down to the show, regardless of what time it starts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and then coming up next week, the 14th and the 15th, I'm going to be in Norfolk, Nebraska, opening for the one and only Tammy Pescatelli. Tickets at the district. You can go to rudypovich.com, find all that merch, such and such. All right, let's just get right down into it, huh? This morning I got up. We'll say hi to some people real quick. What's up, Scooter? Hi, Olina. What's up, Stephanie Rizal? How are you? Erica Bang, good to see you. What's up, Mira? Hi, Amanda. What's up, Cassie? Sarah? What's happening, Sarah? Uh, that show in St. Cloud in January I was talking about the other day is going to be rescheduled, I believe, for the weekend after January 28th. I'll have to find out, though. I'll be headlining that bitch. Um, that's a great room. Silly Beaver Brewing. Dude, St. Cloud has got it going on, man. They got their shits together. They got their poops in the group, as my grandfather used to say. Anyway, I got up this morning and started reading a little bit about the TJ Home Amy Robeck affair that's been happening on Good Morning America and how both of them were photographed by a private investigator that was hired by TJ Holmes' wife, who is also an attorney. Apparently, these two have had an affair, been pulled off, oh, because it was just creating such a distraction, as ABC put it, internally and externally. As I was watching, Sarah, I'll be there. Awesome. Sounds good, Sarah. I can't wait. That'll be an awesome show. Thank you. Can't wait. What's up, MJ? Hi, Kimberly. As I was watching, excuse me, as I was reading about this affair, 
between the two anchors, co-anchors, kind of got me thinking about my own affairs in the past. None that I've had, but affairs that have happened behind my back. And I always used to look at cheating as such an awful, terrible thing. I started to view it in a much different light once I had some friends of mine go through probably the most traumatic experience that they've gone through when it came to like being a couple and trying to navigate marriage. But a good friend, a couple of friends of mine had been married for about seven, eight years and they used to hang out with another couple. And then one day, the four of them got together and the woman in the relationship, who I was actually better friends with than the husband, the woman and the husband from their friends stood up and told their spouses all in the room together that they had been sneaking around for about the last six months and that they were going to be leaving their said spouses so that they could start a relationship together. Obviously, it did not go well for uh, my friend's husband and this wife of this other relationship. Awful situation for everybody. I can't imagine what you would feel like going through that. And of course, everybody Im- immediately went, what a bunch of pieces of shit those two are. How dare they? How dare they do that to the loves of their lives? And I was like, and after, it probably took me, I did look at her a little different for about 18 months. And then I saw the relationship that was starting to blossom between those two. And I thought, oh, they didn't ruin the loves of their lives. They started the loves of their lives. Regardless of how it, it happened, if, if you cheat on someone and you stick it out with the person that you cheated with for a minimum of five years, this is what I give it. I have my own rules. A minimum of five years, all is forgiven. That person was supposed to be in your life because of, uh, for whatever reason it is. They were supposed to be there. They always say it's a, it's a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And obviously, they had something brewing, and it's worked out. That couple has been together now for like the last like seven years. Did it suck for the other two people that were going through it? Absolutely. But are these two people much happier? Yeah. I don't know what the other two people are doing. I don't know if they, I think actually, I think the husband kind of like came to the other wife and was like, hey, you want to uh, try to shack up? And she's like, no. <laughs> we're, we're good. Yeah. Uh, Scooter comes with age and experience. You don't get to be judgmental. Uh, you don't get to be so judgmental after age and experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mira, couldn't say it better. Absolutely. There is a few situations that have happened to me with personal like people that I know and then also to myself where I think about somebody that had gone behind my back and started a relationship with another person that they worked with and at the time I was like okay maybe this could have this will work out for them because I was already past having the situation that my friend had gone through and I started looking at cheating a little differently and I thought, well, maybe this will work out for them. Maybe it will. And then six weeks after I caught that person cheating, they broke up with the other person. I was like, all right, well, now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. You don't get to, my you don't get my forgiveness after this. And to this day, still holding on, not giving it up, man. 
you, <laughs> you fucked up terribly. So you should have been honest with me. You should have cut ties before you decided to start seeing somebody else, but you didn't for whatever reason. So I'm thinking about this TJ Holmes, Amy Robeck story. And there's a lot of times I look at cheating the way I just described. It's supposed to be there for somebody else. You guys are supposed to go through this for whatever reason it might be. But TJ, I already busted cheating a couple of times. I don't know if it's been with this current wife, but I believe both have been previously married. Amy was definitely married before and cheated on her first husband with the guy that she's married to now that she is now currently having an affair with TJ Holmes. So sometimes people just like to get their whistle wet. That's it. (laughs) That's, That's all it is. I don't know what's so wrong with that. Why do we put so much emphasis on being monogamous? If the person that you're with is monogamous, put a little emphasis on it, but maybe try to find people. I, I Listen, I was out. I, haven't, I don't know if I told this story or not. Maybe I shouldn't. You might be able to figure out who it is if you're in the, if, in the stand-up world. But I was at a show not that long ago, and one of the guys at the show I noticed was talking to this woman. St- I go standing at the bar. He comes walking up to me, and I said, I said, oh, by the way, is that, uh, is that your lady? And he said, yeah, one of them. And I kind of chuckled. I was like, ha, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't laugh. I said, oh, you, you are serious. He said, oh, oh, yeah, have I? Oh, I've never told you about this. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm polyamorous, and as are all the people that I date. How many people are you dating? He's like, oh, right now I'm at like three. I'm like, and they all know about each other? He's like, absolutely. I was like, what the fuck? What? What? How? And everybody is okay with it? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're pretty much okay with it. I'm like, this is wildly different. Dude, when I was in Austin this weekend, I got off stage and the gal who came up after me had made a comment. She said, you can tell that comic who was just up here is really old because he has to work for pussy. And I'm like, yes. Why is everybody just nowadays? What? I've missed. Listen, in the 70s and 80s, everybody just gave out pussy. In the 90s, it's, it, it, you know, like AIDS had been like around for a while. People started getting some morals. It started buttoning it up. I got no pussy. And now people just like, you get pussy. And here's, they, they three, treat it like a 4th of July parade. You get some pussy. And you here's some pussy for you. Here you go. Not you, old man. Not you. Why don't I get pussy? I never got, like, just, the people are just throwing it. Here, just take it. Nowadays, just women, it doesn't matter. Have you seen, between the OnlyFans and the Instagram people, just everybody getting pussy, throwing it out here, tossing it out like Oprah and car keys. You get a pussy and you get a pussy. I don't get a pussy. How come I don't get a pussy? I've missed all this time. Now everybody gets pussy. Not fair. <laughs> it's the bell curve. I was at the bottom of the bell curve of handing out pussy. I didn't get any of the pussy. None of it. You hoarded all the pussy, you pussy hoarders. God damn it. <sighs> I didn't get any of it. None. To this day, 42 years old. None. And you know how long it has been? It's Seriously, I'm like, I still, to this day, I wash my sheets every single Sunday. Every Sunday. That is my church. I wash my sheets every Sunday. Just in case. Just in case. 
It, I could have stopped washing my sheets two and a half years ago. It'd have been fine. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. There would be no smell of another woman on those sheets. God damn it. Throwing out pussy like Tom Brady does TD passes. It's not fair. <laughs> Why? All the big radio salaries, all that shit went away before I came around. Everybody got free pussy and drugs and salaries. I didn't get any of it. None of it. Right place, right time, my ass. Fuck. It so feels like that. Every... Ah. It's angering. It's angering. It's angering. (laughs) I pray to God. I pray to God. Pray to God that somebody unearths this audio like scientists 4,000 years from now unearth this. And they're like, I wonder how much pussy they gave out in 2022 to dudes that were over 40. And then they're going to find this and be like, wow, guys over 40 got none of it. It was all like 27 and younger. That was it. That was, you know how like 98% of podcast listening goes to 2% of, of podcasts? Well, it's like 98% of pussy getting goes to 2% of the male species. It's just basically dudes between the ages of like, I don't want it to be weird, so I'm not going to go younger than 18, but we're just going to say like 18 to 26. That's who gets all of it. It's like you just herded it into a goddamn cattle corral. And the rest of us are just sitting on the outside with our goddamn tinglings in our hand. Ugh. Amanda, 2023 is your year. I know it. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Um, no, I, I do kid. There are plenty of suitors out there that I could easily start a relationship with. I have just chosen that I would love to be married to my career. And that's just where I'm at. I don't want it any other different. I don't I want to be married to this thing that I am building for myself. And eventually one day when either this thing goes tits up or I've gotten to a place where I can actually stop putting so much time and energy into it, then maybe. Then maybe. But until then, listen, you got a kid, you got a house, you got responsibilities. You got a dog who wouldn't stop goddamn licking your coffee cup. Knock it off. But I'm telling you, when you get there, you'll get there. And everything in due time. So anyway, but I was in, when I was in Austin this weekend, it was funny because that gal who got up after me, when she made that comment, I was like, that's totally right. That's totally right. All these dudes, all these dudes get so much and none for any of us. It's garbage. It's so garbage. I hate it. I hate the fact that, yeah. So anyway. Uh, what's up, Meg? Kimberly, oh, the older guys are getting it. Are they? Are they? Um, Mira, millions of people in the world, and you think your soulmate is in Minnesota. I've never said, I've listen, I've never said that. That's what blows me away about people who marry out of high school. Now, are there people out there that were soulmates that were supposed, absolutely, my friends, Ange and Sean, they got together one night after like a Sadie Hawkins dance uh, when we were in, we were juniors in high school, sophomores in high school. They've been together ever since. That's it. 
Ange made out with one dude before that, this pricky little kid named Joe. And I think Sean got a hand job from a gal that uh, was in a grade ahead of us or a grade in my, I can't remember. But other than that, they've been together pretty much the entire time. That's it. They've never, they've never like, well, I'm going to go to college, so we're just going to take a little bit of time to ourselves. That's never happened, ever. They've never, ever, ever had that. They've always been together since day one, for the most part, you know. But I don't believe that they ever, like, had sex with anybody else. I definitely know Sean didn't. I don't know about Ange, but I'm, yeah. I, I, but sometimes that happens. But for the most part, yeah, it's silly to think. I also don't, I also think the greatest hockey player on the planet lives in a tribe in the middle of a desert. Like, the way his body is, his bone structure, how his feet are placed, his tendons, the way he could skate, we'll just never know because that dude will never put on a pair of blades and slap it onto the ice. It's never going to happen. But the greatest hockey player of all time lives somewhere that is nowhere near remotely even close to ice. So yeah, Scooter, sounds boring to me. Oh, being married, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would suck. That would suck. You need fresh blood, man. You need some fresh blood. I don't know. Uh, Amanda, my parents have been together since middle school. See what I mean? It happens. It totally 1,000% happens. Sometimes you do. You just find that person. You find them, you shack up, and you're just together for the rest of your life. But we don't treat that like the way we treat jobs nowadays. Remember our parents would go out, they'd go to school for four years, they'd get a job, and they'd work that job for 33 years, and then get a gold watch and retire. That was it. Now people restart their careers when they're like 47. They're like, Fuck this dental assisting shit. We're trying new things. This happens, man. Happens. How many people go back to school when they're like 50? And if you think about it, even at 50, for how long we live, that might even, that might be just a little bit over half your working life. You still got some uh, good years in you. Good years in you. Mira, I wonder, I always wonder if people like that ever get curious or bored. Ah, Scooter, they get bored 100%. Absolutely. I would imagine. Man, who's got that joke? Somebody's got a really funny joke about having sex with the same person for years. Shit, I can't remember. Anyways, I'll think of it. It'll hit me. Uh, Andrea, and curious. Yeah, I would imagine. There was one night, me, my friend Eric, were downtown Minneapolis. This was, I think, right before, this was definitely before Kinley was born. Because I, I don't think I've gone out, out in downtown Minneapolis since then, unless it was like a concert or something. But we had just gone out for a few drinks, and we're at a club one night. Eric and I are just dancing it up. This dude comes walking up, and he goes, hey, uh, just out of curiosity, you fellas uh, up for a little fun tonight? I was like, nope. I was like, I don't know what you're offering, but uh, I'm out. Just the way you said that, you creepy old fuck. Not happening. And the dude says to me, well, here's the thing. Uh, I think he said, I can't remember. I think he said he had cancer or some affliction, whatever it was. And he said, uh, I can't uh, I can't get it up anymore, guys. I'm on medication and I can't get it up. And my wife would like to have a threesome with you two. And I was like, okay. And, and where are you going to be? And he's like, I will be sitting on a chair in the corner watching. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, I think that's a little too weird for me, man, so I'm going to go ahead and tap out, but uh, Eric? And Eric's like, I'm in. No, you're not. Oh, yeah, no, I'm in. We basically had a, like a little tiny powwow off in the corner, and Eric's like, I'm going with those people. 
I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? You've never met these people. He's like, yeah, that's why I'm going with them. I was like, are you crazy? He's like, I'm going. I'm like, I am not. And he's like, I'm leaving. And I'm like, okay, please call me when you get there. The dad in me is starting to kick in because I don't want you going somewhere with a bunch of strangers you've never been. He's like, I'll be fine. And then the next day he called me and I'm like, and he's like, yeah, no, we went back to, they have an apartment downtown Minneapolis. We all went back there. He sat in the corner. I banged his wife. He watched. And then I left. Oh my God. What? He's like, yeah, yeah, that is exactly what happened. Holy shit. I couldn't believe it, man. I could not believe that it had happened. He was like, yeah, it's so, yep. Uh, oh my God. It's like the real movie on Hulu. Oh, uh, what was that one? Indecent Proposal. Is that the one? I think it was called Indecent Propo- uh, Proposal. Uh, Eric is a thrill seeker, MJ. Yeah, I also think he was uh, one of them dudes. Like, I don't know if it's so much a thrill seeker as much as, hey, man, it's free pussy and I'm just going to get it somewhere. And I think that's what he was going for. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sally, the wife slept with a 20-year-old for seven years while his husband wa- while the husband watched. Ay. See, I don't know if I could. Yeah, there's no way. No way. Uh, Hunter. The wife and I sold our oats and got it all out of our system. Now we've been together 20 plus. Same libido as we had in our 20s. Plus we put up with each other's bullshit. Yeah, man. I've Listen, I've met your sweet wife. I know you. You two are perfect for one another. You always will be. Till the day you die. Sometimes you just... Hey, sometimes your soulmate is in Minnesota. That's the way it works. Sometimes you don't have to travel across the goddamn Great Plains to be able to find somebody to shack up with. Sometimes you do. <laughs> MJ, adventure awaits. Are you saying that this is an okay? This is okay to do? So if if you were with a guy and his ding-dong stopped, uh, stopped getting hard, you'd be like, hey, so I want someone to put the screws to me. Let's head on down to Sneaky Pete's and see if we can find a guy, who a couple of dudes, who'd be willing to come back for the night and uh, stick it to me while you watch. What do you, how, what do you say after that happens? Like, does the guy just leave and you're like, sweet, you want to order some Papa John's? What do you want? You want to get some Papa John's? You want to order in a little bit of Popeye's? What are, what are we doing here? We get a little late night snack? You want to take a walk, get a slice of pizza? Maybe you want to put some clothes back on? Maybe take a shower? Feels like such a weird conversation to have afterwards. <sighs> I'm just saying, I don't know if I could go down that route. That seems like a lot of... It's too much. Too much. And then the baggage on top of it? Ugh. No thanks. Kimberly, our soulmates aren't real, and let's stop putting that expectation on people. I believe, I, I, I agree with you. I agree. You find somebody that you're willing to work hard with to be able to make a relationship work. That's what you do. It's not so much quite a soulmate. It's somebody that you are willing to make sacrifices for. And there are a lot of people, and especially nowadays, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be young. It's all old, too. Like, I, I usually do a bit sometimes about when I see young people in the crowd, I'll do a whole thing about, like, what are you doing with somebody? Especially, like, young people. Like, there was a kid who was turned 25 at the show in Austin, and he was there with his girlfriend. I'm like, what are you doing? You're 25. Why would, first, first off, why are you with her? And then secondly, why are you with him? You definitely are way too good looking for this guy. It's like, this kid and the dad from Christmas Story have outpunted their coverage so far. I said, what is it about this guy that you like? And she goes, well, he had a really cute smile. And I was like, well, then go find someone with their shit together and slap on an Invisalign. 
That he's a much better suitor. What are you doing getting together with somebody who's 25? Jesus Christ. Ah, MJ, I like to fly by the seat of my pants. Uh, as you see them fly across the room, right? Is it? Oh, never mind. Bad joke. Uh, Megan, some uh, someone that you like more than being yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thousand percent agree. If you can find that person, that's who you want to stick it out with. Yeah. Mira, the same way, uh, the way some people find each other is too coincidental to rule out fate. For sure. Absolutely. I'm thinking of, I don't know why it just popped into my head, but I'm thinking about, the hell, oh, Castaway, Tom Hanks. Alone on an island, finds a package, comes home, finally gets saved after, what, four years being away? His wife is remarried. He goes to that address that's on the package, and he meets a gal, and then that's the end of, not that I'm giving it away, fuck, the movie's been out forever, but that's the end of the movie where they have like a handshake, and they give each other a look, and it's like, oh, that's the guy he's going to marry. There you go. That was supposed to happen. Yes, obviously it's fate. Obviously. Uh, Stephanie, I resent that statement. About what? About uh, young people? Some some people. Not everyone will get that. The way some people. Uh, okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something there. That's all right. Um, but yes, as I was saying. Anyway, listen. Uh, the T.J. Holmes, Amy Robeck story. If those two kids end up lasting, which they won't, you have a history of cheating. I've only known one guy, one of my friends, just one, who was a habitual cheater. I mean, bad. Still to this day, every time that guy gets a new girlfriend, I just want to pull her aside and go, I I hope you know this ends terribly for you. I can't remember who's got the bit about guys who have the superpower to be able to get women like regardless of like how good looking or bad looking they are, they just have that superpower to be able to do it. And every girl who gets with that guy is like, he's not going to do that to me. Like I know he was already married once before and then he cheated on his wife. And then the person that he cheated with, he cheated on that person. And then the person that he cheated with the second time, he cheated on that person with me, but I'm going to change him. No, you're not. No, you're not. Don't work that way, girl. Don't work that way. They don't do it. They don't. Habitual cheater. And the first time I had ever seen it blatantly happen in front of me, ah, I even hate telling this story, but I'm going to tell it anyways. We had a friend, an old roommate of mine in Mankato. This dude was a good dude. His brother, huge POS. His brother had a daughter. The daughter and the wife were up in Minneapolis at the Ronald McDonald house. Daughter had something going on. I can't remember what it was. Some sort of illness. Husband had stuck around... Uh, man, the Mankato area to work because somebody still had to take care of the house and they still had another kid. So while mom is up here tending to their sick daughter at the Ronald McDonald house, that dude is coming to our house and partying it up when we're throwing bashes. I mean, the guy was like 24. We were 19. And he's he's got a wife and two kids. And he's coming to our house and getting hand jobs from 19-year-olds. I'm like, dude, you got to button it up, man. Even at that age, I knew it was wrong. It was gross. I was like, what are you doing, man? Christ. <sighs> Stephanie, my 24-year-old boyfriend is too good for me uh, is kind of what... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Dating too young. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, that dude 
Because I think she was like 24 and he was 25. They were both the same age. But when I saw that dude, I was like, oh my God, man. You've, dude, you have outpunted, so outpunted your coverage. That gal, that gal is far too good for you. <laughs> Which is a weird conversation to have somebody in public while you have a microphone in your hand, but either way. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we're out tomorrow night. Don't forget, come on down. Comedy Corner Underground Robot Takeover show starts 8 p.m. Friday night. I'm in Dickinson, North Dakota. Fat Fish Brewing. Then coming back Saturday, The Dirty Show. That'll be at Club Underground, Spring Street Tavern. Show's either 8 or 9 or 10. Fuck, I don't know. I'll give you guys an update on Facebook as soon as I get an update from Facebook. How's that sound? Awesome. And then don't forget Norfolk, Nebraska. Tammy Pescatelli is going to be opening for her at the District on Thursday and Friday. One show Thursday, two shows Friday. Go to rudypovich.com for the tickets. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You guys are the best. Take care. Have a great day. And thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.